McGuire Capital Management LLC is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is Safe Retirement Radio with Michael McGuire from McGuire Capital. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael McGuire provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Safe Retirement Radio with Michael McGuire. Hello and welcome back to Safe Retirement Radio. My name is Michael McGuire and my companies are McGuire Capital and McGuire Retirement Solutions. If at any time during this show or after you'd like to find out more information or speak to me personally, give me a call at 405-760-5863 and also take some time to visit us online. You can find us at mcguirecap.com and when you're there, check out our radio page. That little page will allow you to subscribe to us through Apple uh, Podcasts. You can use Google Play or Spotify. So please take some time to look at that. I'd like to welcome, as I do each week, my co-host, Tony Shore, to the show. Tony, how has your week been? Well, Michael, it's been interesting, of course, uh, as... (laughs) As it is right now for the whole world, practically, you know, the stay at home order, trying to stay safe. Uh, The whole family's at home, haven't been going out much once in a while to get groceries. Otherwise, we're staying in, trying to stay healthy uh, until all this blows over. But you know what? Uh, We're getting along and we had a great Easter weekend considering uh, we did hide a few things around the house for the kids, even though they're a little older now. We did that to have fun, and the family's doing well. How about you and your family? How are you doing? Kind of the same. We are uh, we are uh, figuring out this sheltering in place, and uh, it was kind of an odd holiday, um, but thankful that we were able to uh, to have it as a family. And uh, we also hid some Easter eggs around the house, and uh, uh, our oldest came came in, Jacob and Taylor. Uh, who Jacob's about to be 28 and his wife is about to graduate from the university of Oklahoma, but they came and, and we fixed uh, dinner and had some good fellowship and, and, uh, enjoyed fun with the, the two little ones. So, but yeah, all in all great to this week's show, Tony is going to be uh, something good. I think it's timely. Also, it's kind of the reactions that people have to market volatility and man, oh man, have yeah. we had some yeah. market people volatility, haven't we? Don't they? Yeah, they we do. Have. They do. Yeah, you know, yeah, we've had quite a bit. Look, looking back, you know, we've had uh, the fastest drop uh, this year that uh, has ever been recorded, and then uh, just a week ago, we had one of the biggest uh, up weeks that we've had in decades and decades. So, uh, you talk about volatility. We're in the middle of that. Yeah, it's bouncing up and down, isn't it? It is, you know, today's show, we're going to, we're going to get in that before I jump right into that. I want to talk a little bit, Tony, about, uh, the reaction that we've had from the government to this crisis. And, uh, 
it's amazing what the Fed action has been just in the past six weeks. And uh, I know it goes by so fast, people lose track. But, you know, March the 3rd, there was an emergency half percent interest rate cut. And followed right after that on the 15th of March, we had another 75 or 0.75% uh, rate cut. Uh, that put short-term uh, lending down to near 0%, Tony. And also that same day, at that same meeting, we had the Fed lower uh, the uh, rate for banks to borrow. It's called the discount window. They they mar marked that down to 1.5 percentage points. Um, and that that cut reserve requirement rates uh, for those banks down to zero. On the 17th, just two days after that, uh, we had the first of a slew of measurements that were aimed really at keeping credit flowing through our financial systems. The Fed said that it would start buying what they call commercial paper or short-term unsecured debt. That would that brings stability, Tony, in the market. The next day, another uh, facility providing credit was issued to keep money markets functioning properly. Then on the 19th, we had a uh, new operation that focused on currency swaps. Uh, on the 20th, we had an operation that was headed by the Boston Fed to start buying back municipal debt. That's debt from basically uh, cities, city governments. Um, we turned around on the 23rd, and we had an expansion in the originally announced asset uh, purchases. And that was... Um, supposed to be maxed out at 700 billion but now it's unlimited depending on the need that uh, the markets might have to support the economy the purchase uh, purchases have already expanded the fed holdings balance sheet to more than 2 trillion also on the 23rd in addition we had the next leg of what we call quantitative easing that's where the fed announced 300 billion in a credit program for businesses and consumers um, finally on april the 6th we had an announcement that the fed will provide support for the treasury pay, uh, payment protection program and that's really aimed at helping small businesses not to lay people off um, and it, it along with the followed up on the 8th of april um, we had a modification to that asset uh, restriction plan put in place and that allowed um, it really allowed the third biggest U.S. bank to participate in these lending programs. On the 9th of April we had a 2.3 trillion dollar lending program and and it's hard to wrap your mind around a trillion and Yikes. basically yeah they they call that the PPP loans you know um, it, the move also involves secondary corporate uh, credit facilities, which will allow the Fed to buy corporate bonds. Um, we've also saw that you add all those up, you know, all those programs, Tony, combined, we're approaching $6 trillion of liquidity that has been pushed into the market. For what reason? To stop us from having a very deep and long, whether it does or not, you know, jury's still out, uh, recession, and obviously to stop us from God forbid us having a, uh, a depression. So it, it, all of these things, uncertainty, we've talked about many, many times, Tony, uh, causes volatility. And um, we've, we've certainly all lived it, looking at our financial statements, looking at our retirement plans. 
those that are listening that have not put money aside in um, what we talk about, uh, green money assets, things that have backing and guarantee that are, are not tied to the stock market. Uh, those that don't have money there are experiencing this crazy ride that we're on. And yeah. uh, so today's that's show, tough, isn't it? it? It is. I mean, it's, it's hard if, if all your assets are tied up in things that uh, will take the ride like we're doing right now. It's, it's scary for folks. So, you know, today's show, um, I read an article out of Kiplinger and, uh, that article was entitled saving for retirement and how to react to market volatility. So I thought, what a great article, you know, that's what we're living in right now. And kind of ironically, the article was actually written this year, but in the very beginning of the year, right? First of January. And you know, a lot has changed Tony since January 1st, but yeah, it, it was, it was interesting. The article, uh, dives into, um, the way people react. And so it found that a lot of Americans at that time, right before all this really started taking place, started moving some of their savings from stocks to cash. And why did they do that? Well, the article goes in that they were, there was talk that 2020 and beyond, we didn't really didn't know what was in store for us with it being election year. Um, it kind of hurt me to hear when people move out of the market completely. Um, the problem with that is it's impossible for you to anticipate the, the exact right time to get back in and therefore to experience the up of the market. Um, so, you know, that keeping that in mind, we're going to talk about what clients should be thinking about doing. Yeah. And, you know, I, for one, love the upside, of course, uh, like the upside of markets. Uh, it's one of my favorite things come to think of it. So uh, do people really not want to enjoy the upside? You know, I don't really think that's it, Tony. I think what they're afraid of is the downside. Yeah, so you, of course. you see them move. Yeah. You know, you, you see them move out because of uh, anxiety, um, worry worry about their uh, right now you know this article is written in january today i guarantee you um people's worry has changed uh a lot of people are worried about their small business you know are they going to make it are they going to survive people that are working for an employer um maybe for a small business they're worried about their job they've been furloughed uh all of those things um couple with the fact you look at your financial statement and you see it going down um makes you worry. And I, I believe that a natural reaction is if something is hot, you pull back your hand if you're touching it. Um, so we're going to talk, is that the right thing to do? You know, should you, should you, um, now that the market has had a substantial drop and has actually bounced off the lows, um, quite a few percentage points, but we're still kind of right in the middle from the highest the market was to the lowest, you know, what's in store next. So I think that poll that I was talking about earlier, half of the respondents uh, thought that the economy was going to slow. And almost a third of the people believe that the U.S. would be going through a recession. And you know what? They were right. So another surprise is that almost 40% of the people are now checking their portfolio every day or at least weekly. So does that surprise you? You know, back in January, um, when they wrote this, 
what happens is people when, when up until January we had what we had a great long bull market, yeah. meaning uh, for the most part the, it was straight up. So what you know people what do they do? They they don't look at their statements. Uh, they're not worried. Um, when they do look at their statements, they were happy. And so it really doesn't surprise me that, um, man, when, when, when you're going through what we're going through, we're, you know, it's uncharted territory. Um, there's not really a rule book for what we're going through in our lifetime. Um, you gotta go back to 1918 to, and it was a much different time back then, you know, today we, yeah. And today our advantages of that, I looked at those numbers of, uh, horrible deaths, you know, um, my grandfather. So my father was, um, was, uh, much older when he had me and my mom was 38 years old. My dad was 17 years older than my mom. So my dad's been gone a long time since 1975, but his father was a young man in his twenties, my grandfather in 1918. And in that, uh, pandemic, in 1918 took his life. He was only 22 years old and that pandemic that rolled through America, uh, targeted younger people in their twenties. So I thought, wow, that really touches home for me. What's going on now? Of course, this one's a little different. Uh, but thank, thank goodness we've went through so much advancements in med- medications and uh, research and, uh, bioscience and, uh, and also how informed we are, you know, I can only imagine the fear that we have today, how multiplied that'd be if we really didn't know what was causing it. I think coupled with the fact that, um, um, we know the market doesn't like uncertainty and we know that we, it was due what, what's weird about corrections and bear markets is we really usually it's a surprise what starts it. You yeah. know, if you would have talked to me and you would have talked first the year uh, or end of last year, no way we would have guessed that a pandemic would actually not just cause the United States to end their bull market, but cause havoc all over the world. Right. So I think, Tony, you know, what we're going to talk about, um, I know we're probably getting close to a break, but what we're going to talk about coming up after the break is um, things that you can do to find out your own risk tolerance to find out what you're comfortable with. Are you appropriately invested right now during this pandemic, uh, during this economic challenge is your portfolio geared best for that? Yeah. And that's going to be a great discussion, but you're right. We should take a quick break right here. Now, Michael, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you before the break? Reach out to me at four zero five seven six zero five, eight, six, three, and let's help get you on a path to a, uh, a worry-free retirement plan. All right. Thanks, Michael. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Safe Retirement Radio with our host, Michael McGuire, right after this. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tends to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call McGuire Capital. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 405-760-5863 or visit us at mcguirecap.com. 
and welcome back to Safe Retirement Radio. I am your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is Michael McGuire. And Michael, we've been talking a lot about market volatility, measuring our reaction to market volatility. And before the break, you wanted to talk about risk tolerance. Maybe we could dive into that a little bit more. Yeah, I'd love to, Tony. You know, I think understanding risk tolerance is really a key to developing a retirement strategy that'll work for you. And any forward-looking plan that I feel like is worth its salt in a retirement uh, income involves some level of risk. And risk tolerance is a way to measure everybody's unique, whether you're in retirement or your pre-retirement comfort level with risk. I think it involves, uh, it needs to involve, it needs to change over time, Tony. It's not something you do one time and, and you're done. It's something that we need to continue evaluating what your personal tolerance is to risk. So when I have retirees that are, are, are all, you know, everybody at some point is going to retire for the most part. And so I'm looking at, at, at my clients basically in trying to get them to let me uh, show them this color of money report. And the color of money report is an excellent tool that we have that we'll evaluate in just 11 questionnaire, uh, 11 questions, and we'll have a snapshot of how you really feel about risk. So listeners, if you're out there uh, and have a pen handy, write down retiresafe.net, and let me spell that. It's it's simply retire, R-E-T-I-R-E-S-A-F-E dot net. And go to that site. It's my personal site that I've created. Uh, you can you can go through those eleven questions and have an absolute great understanding of what your your own risk tolerance is. And that's the first step, Tony, uh, that I use to uh, see people's true color, whether it's red or green. And by color, you're talking about your color of money. Uh, analogy, correct? Why don't you just really quick explain that once again? Absolutely. So what I'm looking for is to uh, see what your risk tolerance is, what you're comfortable with. The next step is to see what kind of assets you currently have in your plan, in your savings plan, retirement plan, uh, personal uh, brokerage account. I'm wanting to see if those assets equal to what your risk tolerances is. So we, we do something that's, that makes it easy. If I'm looking at assets that I call red assets, there are things that we're buying for growth potential. They really don't have guarantees to them. It's individual stocks. It's equity mutual funds. It's things that uh, will move up and down with the stock market uh, that does, does not have a guarantee. As I look at green assets, those are assets in your portfolio that has nothing to do with the risk of the stock market that are completely safe. And we're going to look and see what pure red assets you have, what pure green and kind of the hybrid in between. And, and it's going to help me. Like if I have somebody that just, you know, in most of us right now, our risk tolerance is probably changing especially if we're a year or two out from retirement or we're currently in retirement. I'm going to tell you, 
if you are in retirement right now and you have not placed safe, guaranteed, secured uh, investments and you're 100% in the red in investments that, that are subject to these huge volatility swings, you are uncomfortable. And if you were to take this, I bet your risk tolerance would be different today than maybe it was a year ago or two years ago. So it's going to help you sleep at night because I'm going to look at your portfolio and say, hey, it's not matching up. You need more money into safety. And here's what we recommend. You know, in the old days, Tony, um, we'd look at somebody's age. We'd look at the number 100. And if the client was 40 years old, we would subtract their age from 100. And so a 40-year-old minus 100 is 60. 60% of their assets, typically, we would look at the red side of the ledger. And then 40% in the green. As the client got older, if they were 80 years old, now we're looking at 80% of the assets should be into safety because and only 20% into the red category because 80 minus 100 is 20, 20% goes into taking more risk. So as you get older, it kind of was a way that we could, um, we could help clients visualize where they need to be. And, but a lot of times, you know, that gets thrown out the window. Um, people get more aggressive than they should because we go through long bull markets and we forget about that there could ever be danger or risk. And God forbid, nobody was thinking about a pandemic hip well, happening. Well, no. No, that, that snuck up on us. And, you know, I, I love the color thing. I love the color of money because, as you know, I'm a big color guy. I, I, can, I can name at least 10 of them. <laughs> so, but in all in all seriousness, though, what value does knowing your risk tolerance provide? You know, I think, in my opinion, having an actual tangible score that you can see, Tony, makes a big difference. You know, somebody can talk to you all day long, um, but I love visual pictures. I think most of us do. So, um, in a hard number is a way, okay, this is my score in Michael. Now, what does that mean to have this score of 62? And, and I'll explain that. Um, actually my, my website will go through and explain it. Um, it's a very first step, but it's going to give you a, a concrete number that we can work on. And, uh, what the color money risk analysis does, it provides actual numbers that will qualify uh, and quantify your feelings, your hopes, your anxieties, and anything in between that, Tony. So, man, the cost for that is absolutely zero. Complimentary to go take this. Uh, I'd encourage you listening to reach out uh, via the Internet. We're all sitting at home mainly right now sheltering in place. So go to retiresafe.net and uh, pull that thing up and, and take that quiz. And then uh, give me a call at 405-760-5863. We can do all this over the phone. And uh, I can help you see where exactly you are right now. And it might surprise you um, how much better you'll sleep at night when you line up your actual color of money score to what you're actually doing. Now, we've got a few minutes left here. So uh, what's another thing? Uh, you know, people, when they react to market volatility, they let their emotions sometimes dictate their decisions, and that's not good. But with you, Michael, uh, you really help your clients out with this, and I know you can help our listeners. 
have a plan that you can stick to. And if it needs adjusting, look at it from time to time. But you really want to have a plan to deal with market volatility and especially moving forward uh, from here. You want to make sure that based on your what what your time horizon, your age, your health, there are a lot of different factors, aren't there? There are. And I'm so glad you said couples because uh, it's important that both uh, spouses are on board with your financial plan because after all, when it's all said and done, you're both going to ride through this thing called retirement together. And I really enjoy, uh, having both spouses take that color of money risk analysis. Cause I want to know there may be one spouse that is extremely risky and the other one is extremely conservative. And sometimes I act as a counselor. I mean, we need to weigh that out. It's not good to be on either side fully on that one, you, you, you know, but it's important that your spouse is on board with your together retirement plan. So I, I do a lot of work with that, getting both spouses to take the uh, risk analysis. Um, I think absolutely um, it's important during these times to have somebody that you can trust, that you can rely on, you know calling an 800 no help line where you've got somebody different that has nothing invested in you and your family that really has no chance that they could get to know you personally is a lot different than calling somebody that really cares about your situation that gets to know you and your family and that is somebody you can hold accountable to for uh, what they recommend to you because they're the same person that you're talking to each and every time. That's what we offer. We offer the ability to have somebody that you know, that you like, and that you trust. And those are words that um, I have built my career for almost three decades now on. Um, we want to work with people that are serious, that will uh, take the time to to let us educate them and to be there. I have been on the phone. I cannot tell you, Tony, more than many, many years um, recently, just talking people through it, letting them know, um, you know, what I think the appropriate action is and where I feel like we're going in this recovery, when it's going to start, making our best observations of the situation since we're creating our, our new playbook. But here, here's what is, has not changed. Um, what has not changed is diversification, diversification, diversification. You need some money in cash. You need some money in stocks. You need some money in bonds. You need some money in green assets that have zero risk. And you need to have an advisor that can look at you, understand, put a score, a number on your emotions, on, on what keeps you up at night, and can guide you in the proper allocation and diversification that you need. So I love what I do. I hate this time of, of turmoil in America, but I love the fact that I can be a beacon of light. I can help people. I really would encourage you listening now to jot down my number one last time. Give us a call. Let us, let us start you down a, a plan for your retirement that you can feel good about. And uh, you can reach me uh, at 405-760- Five eight six three. Take time to go to retiresafe.net. Fill out that short survey. I'll get alerted that you did that, and that'll prompt a phone call from me to you. So, uh, hope everybody has a 
blessed week, and I appreciate being with you each and every week, Tony. Well, I appreciate being with you, here with you as well, Michael. And I think we covered a lot of great topics today on the show. And really, you know, looking at how we need to be reacting to the market and the economy at this time, it's critical. And you need to work with a professional. You don't have to do it alone. So before we go, let our listeners know one more time how they can call and set up that. You'll do a phone meeting or a virtual online conference with them and get a plan in place. Absolutely. So it all starts with the phone call. What we're going to do when you make that phone call to 405-760-5863, we can do teleconferencing. We can do, uh, you know, just through text. We can do just through the phone, um, however you feel comfortable with. But we can start the ball rolling. So simple for you to to uh, scan or take a picture of your current statements, take that quick 11 questionnaire uh, page uh, questions and uh, get a score. And we just start this off on the phone. So reach out to me, 405-760-5863. All right. Thanks, Michael. And that does it for today's episode of Safe Retirement Radio with our host, Michael McGuire. Thank you for listening to Safe Retirement Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Capital. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. Michael McGuire and McGuire Capital Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. 